Welcome to Shi'ar Jeshub, coming from Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. Today, we will be continuing a sermon in the Heavenly Authority series taught by Pastor Greg Scalzo. Pastor has been focusing on 2 Samuel chapter 24 and 1 Chronicles 21, where David takes a census of Israel and Judah. When we left off, we saw the angel of the Lord destroying by plague throughout the land of Israel until he comes to the threshing floor of Ornan the Jebusite in Jerusalem. At this point, the angel is told by the Lord to restrain his hand. Pastor Greg went back to look at the history of this area, also known as Mount Moriah, where Solomon would build the temple. And when we left off, he was in Genesis 22, where Abraham, tested by God, has traveled to Moriah with Isaac. Let's rejoin Pastor Greg. In verse 14, And Abraham called the name of the place, The Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, the writer of Genesis says, In the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. The Lord will provide. The Lord will provide himself a lamb. The Lord who is like this Isaac, the son of promise, the son of miracle, who will carry the wood of the sacrifice on Mount Moriah, in the area of Moriah. The Lord will provide himself a lamb. On the hill of the Lord, it will be provided. And Moriah derives from the word place, and a verb that means in the passive voice to say and in the active voice to provide, and Yah. Mem and Ra'ah and Yah gives you Moriah. And it's a play on those words that means in the active voice, the place where Yahweh provides, Moriah. Or in the passive voice, the place of the appearance of Yahweh. And it means both, where Yahweh appears and where Yahweh provides. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son, blessing I will bless you, multiplying I will multiply you. And he goes on to tell them that in his seed, from the seed of Abraham, all the nations on the earth will be blessed. Someone that will come from Abraham will be the one that brings the blessing in this place that God will provide. There's something very interesting about David's lineage also. You know, Abraham has Isaac, Isaac has Jacob, Jacob has 12 sons, and there's Judah, who is the ancestor of David. And we know the account of Joseph, right, in the book of Genesis, the other son, the good son, and how he, after being betrayed by his brothers, rises up, to become the governor of Egypt, and they don't recognize him. And Joseph sets his brothers up, and he wants his full brother, the rest are half-brothers, but Benjamin is his full brother. He wants him to him. So he sets Benjamin up so that Benjamin will be taken as a slave, and then he's going to drive the other brothers out. And then, obviously, Benjamin, he'll keep by him because he loves him as his whole brother. And when this is revealed to the other brothers, Judah, who has sinned, 
like Davidson, he steps out and he goes through a very passionate chapter 44 of Genesis, discussion of Jacob, how Jacob's heart was broken when he heard Joseph was dead, and how they promised to protect Benjamin because Benjamin and Joseph are the only two children of the woman he loved, Rachel. And how if they have to go back now and tell the old man that Benjamin is gone and taken captive, his heart will break, he'll die. And then he says in verse 33, Now therefore, please let your servant, let me, Judah, remain instead of the lad as a slave to my Lord, and let the lad go up with his brothers. Let him return. For how shall I go up to my father if the lad is not with me? lest perhaps I see evil that would come upon my father. Take me instead. Let it come upon me. Let me be the replacement. Let me be the substitution, Judah is saying. We have sinned. Let the penalty fall on me. I substitute myself for Benjamin. This is David's ancestor. We go back to 1 Chronicles chapter 21 and verse 16. Then David lifted his eyes and he saw the angel of the Lord standing between earth and heaven. So God opens David's eyes to be able to see the angel. We can't see them, but they're all around. And David's able to see this angel standing between heaven and earth and having in his hand a drawn sword stretched out over Jerusalem. He's going to strike Jerusalem. So David and the elders clothed in sackcloth, fall on their faces. And there's repentance again, the sackcloth, the ashes, the type of repenting. And David said to God, verse 17, Was it not I who commanded the people to be numbered? I am the one who has sinned and done evil indeed. But these sheep, what have they done? Now we know the sheep have sinned, right? We know that God is angry with them. But here you see again David, the shepherd, we have a flashback to David, the young shepherd who cares for the sheep. And he's concerned for the sheep. I am the one who has sinned and done evil indeed, but what have these sheep, what have they done? Let your hand, I pray, O Lord my God, be against me and my father's house, but not against your people, that they should be plagued. Let it come upon me. Let it come upon my household. Let my descendants have this penalty come upon them. But let not these people of yours, these sheep of mine, I am their leader, let them not be plagued against me and my house. And you see now the sins of the people upon the leader. You see the substitution. You see David, like Judah, standing in substitution, substituting his descendants for the people. You see the lead of the king taking the sins upon himself, the punishment upon himself for the sheep that he loves, the good shepherd. And you look now and you go back to 2 Samuel chapter 24, verse 15. So the Lord sent the plague, we're going back now, upon Israel from morning till the appointed time, from Dan to Beersheba, 70,000 men of the people died. Even as all of Israel is numbered, all of Israel falls under the plague. From Dan all the way north to Beersheba all the way south. 
And though in David's heart he saw the vision, Israel versus Judah, God sees them as one people. He is the king over all the people, and all the people receive punishment. Verse 16, And when the angel stretched out his hand over Jerusalem to destroy it, the Lord relented from the destruction and said to the angel who was destroying the people, It is enough. Now restrain your hand. And the angel of the Lord was by the threshing floor of Aronah, the Jebusite. This is Ornan. Notice the Lord chooses this site. He stops at that site. The Lord chooses this site as a most holy site. It is the most important site in the world. Today, the Dome of the Rock lies on it, lies over the site of Nehemiah's temple, lies over the site of Solomon's temple, lies over the site of the threshing floor of Ornan. And today, all the controversy and all the nations of the world are drawn in to Jerusalem and to the temple area. And most likely, if there is a World War III, what will spark it will be this site how this site chosen by God so many thousands of years ago is the most crucial, critical site in all the world, even today. Verse 17, Then David spoke to the Lord when he saw the angel who was striking the people and said, Surely I have sinned, I have done wickedly, but these sheep, what have they done? Let your hand, I pray, be against me and against my father's house me and my descendants. Let God's wrath for sin fall on us. At this sight, it would happen. At this sight, a son of David, a son of Judah, one who would substitute himself, one who would be a king that would take the sins of his people. He would be the king of the Jews, and he would take their sins upon himself, but he would be the king of kings and lord of lords. He would take all our sins upon himself at that sight. God uses the occasion of the sin of the people. God uses the occasion of the sin of David to set a type for eternity for the son of David, the one of whom David is speaking, that would take the sins of the sheep upon himself. The sinless sacrifice, David is not sinless. The king of the Jews, the good shepherd, the leader who takes upon himself the sins of the people, who carries the wood of the sacrifice, the cross, and it is provided. God will provide himself. He is God. He is son of David, son of man. He is son of God. He is the only begotten son of God, beloved son of God, who God counts dead for three days, but who rises again. It is provided not only for the people Israel, not only for the Jew, but for the sin of mankind, replacement, Substitution, atonement. Verse 18, And Gad came that day to David and said, Go up and erect an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Aronah the Jebusite. There needs to be an offering. There needs to be a sacrifice to atone for sin. So David, according to the word of Gad, went up as the Lord commanded. Now Aronah looked and saw the king and his servants coming toward him. So Aronah went out and bowed before the king with his face to the ground. Then Aronah said, Why has my lord the king come to his servant? And David said, To buy the threshing floor from you, to build an altar to the Lord, 
that the plague may be withdrawn from the people. Now Arona said to David, let my lord the king take and offer up whatever seems good to him. Look, here are oxen for burnt sacrifice and threshing implements and the yokes of the oxen for wood. All these, O king, Arona has given to the king. And Arona said to the king, may the Lord your God accept you. So the king said to Arona, no, but I will surely buy it from you for a price. Nor will I offer burnt offerings to the Lord my God with that which costs me nothing. I will surely buy it from you for a price. It has to cost something. There has to be a price for redemption. He cannot accept these items free. It has to cost something. Redemption requires a price be paid. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen for 50 shekels of silver. And the threshing floor, the threshing sledge area, some feel that's about a 30 to 40 foot area. It's a small area. Here David buys the, the sledge, he buys the oxen, and he gives 50 shekels of silver. In First Chronicle, he buys the whole place, the whole area, the whole land of this, around this threshing sledge that Ornan owns of Mount Moriah for the site of the temple, and that costs 600 shekels of gold. This is for the small threshing floor, the immediate sacrifice. Then David buys the whole area for 600 shekels of gold. There's a price that has to be paid. You have been listening to the teaching ministry of Greg Scalzo, pastor of Shear Jeshub Christian Tabernacle of Madison, Connecticut. May the Lord keep you safe in his blessed hands, as with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, you serve him.